As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This for all my nasty hoes across the globe. <laughs> what? What is that? All right, y'all. Welcome back to PSA. Thank you for tuning in again. Prodigy Sport Advantage Stations is an unconventional podcast that challenges the audience to think outside the box using real life experiences, clever narratives, original quotes, and a creative use of satire in order to break the audience free from negative paradigms and push them towards their own personal growth. This is by no means a method to condemn or bash the audience, but instead encourage and showcase a different perspective that might not have been seen before while still growing myself. PSA is designed to showcase to the listeners that the power of the mind is not a joke, and if a person can learn to control their mind and their thoughts, they will ultimately control their life. So, y'all, we had to come out with something a little different this week. Just kind of, <laughs> you know, I like to throw y'all off a little bit. That's what I do. So this is episode 12. My bad last week for missing. I had some things going on, but I'm back. I'm better than ever. Bryson Tiller voice. And this week's episode is titled MC Middleman. The meme for this week is anybody in the middle is too weak to make a decision. Mm-hmm. The inspiration comes from uh, pigeons. And you know how like people used to send pigeons off for, with letters and messages in them. That's kind of how that is. Like a person in the middle kind of can be like a pigeon. Because like somebody's sending you off, they put a letter, letter under your feather and then throw you in the air and you go flapping. And then you gone. And you gone. gone. <laughs> we got the show Family Feud. You know what that's about. The Maya Angelou poem for I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. It's kind of not the same, but you know, the whole pigeon bird reference, you know. Some of y'all are birds for real, but I ain't gonna get into that. Personal situations that I kind of been bit in and out of, and then as always the old the ultimate part of it, which is just making hard choices. So we introducing my guest. You see her on TV all the time on <laughs> Disney's Raven's Home. We have Raven Simone. How does it feel? How you doing? I'm back and I'm better. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> now it's your girl Brittany from the Lou. Don't get it twisted. PSA flew her out here. Yes. Because PSA has money. Yes. Okay. Big bank, take little bank. <laughs> All right, so 
He's from St. Louis. <clears throat> yes. You then flew out to Houston. How's it been? It's been good. It's been good. I can't really complain too much. It is most definitely different. Okay. I will say that. Okay. St. Louis, it can tend to be a little rough. Yeah, Houston, y'all show me love overall. Okay. That's good. So now jumping right into it. Have you ever been in a situation where you feel like you've been in the middle? That's the bird call. <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah. I would say for me, a lot of the time, you know, we still we're still living, we still learning. Um, I would say for me it comes more so from family and friends, but yeah, I have. Okay, so when it happened, like, how do you feel? Like, how does it make you feel? I can't stand it. I cannot stand I it. I thought you were going to say you can't stand the rain. <laughs> I, I can't stand that either. <laughs> but I'm so open and so vocal that it really bothers me when I feel like I can't really speak my mind or say what I really need to say. So, yeah, I just eventually had to just start speaking it. Yeah, definitely. So, like, this the other question. Have you ever put somebody in the middle? I try not to. I don't. I don't think I have. And if I have, it was probably when I was a kid or something. But, but not nothing. Yeah, like more so in my adult years. No, I haven't. So whether it be a family member or a friend, did this person resent you any type of way? Have you ever resented them? Like, was you like resentful? Like, damn, why they put me in this shit? Damn, nothing to do with me. Like, you ever felt yeah, that way? Yeah, it gets on my nerves. I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. You know. You know what? You know who really do it? My mama. And I give you like a small case scenario. You could be around your family. Uh-huh. And your mama say, don't you miss talking to your cousin while your cousin there, knowing doggone well that you don't miss talking to your cousin, but your mama always want to put you on front street. Now you, it's a real awkward situation because now you to the point to where you feel like you got to lie to please your mama. Certain situations. But then they like teach that. us not to lie. But then they teach, like, which one you want, mama? Who you want me to be today? That's what <laughs> So, again, going into everything. Pigeon post or carrier post. So I got to explain that so y'all can get where that came from. Like I didn't just pull it out of a hat, you know. Pigeon post is the use of homing pigeons to carry messages. Pigeons were effective as messengers during their natural homing abilities. The pigeons were transported to destinations and cages where they would be attached with messages. Then naturally the pigeon would fly back to its home with the owner could read their mail. They have been used in many places around the world. Pigeons have also used great effect in military situations and mm -hmm. are still referred to as the war pigeon. And then the other the reason for the title was because MC Middleman, like, you ever know how, like, an MC at a club or event, they really are the middleman between DJ and the people. Mm -hmm. They stand there with their mics. You know, some of these MCs these days be sitting down. I ain't going to say no name. But, um, we ain't going to speak on it. <laughs> but, you know, on. they say what they got to say. And they back up and they tell the DJ what DJ need to do. They mm -hmm. tell the audience, like, hey, chill out. The DJ getting his shit together. Mm -hmm. You know, same thing like that. So, again, my logic is basically these people are two examples with an animal and a person to somebody in the middle. So, you are in the middle because you have to go back and forth. You might not be as effective, but you will be effective in some way. Mm -hmm. And the method of communication, you are in the middle. Yeah. So, me personally, have I been in the middle? Absolutely. Have I put people in the middle? I, I feel like they thought I have. And there probably have been times where I put them in but didn't mean to. It just kind of happened that way. But something people don't understand, you can put yourself in the middle too. You can. And you people can. will blame you, but they was the ones trying to fix it. But you didn't ask them to fix it. Yep. But then they might feel like, you know, oh, well, I'm tired of them talking about it. But at the same time, you still didn't say go fix it. You didn't say go fix it. Yeah. So I just feel like they just looking for a problem. 
I don't know. Is that a little reach? It's it's a reach, but I mean, it makes complete sense. Like, don't go looking for problems, and yeah. then be surprised when the problems actually arise. Like, you gotta you gotta chill out. If it's not your business, mind your business, boo. Just mind your mm. business. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, have you been in a position, you said you've been in the middle before, but have you been in a position where it was like, I have to pick a side? Like, they made you feel like you had one, or you felt like, I have to pick this side? You know what, for me, whenever I'm in a situation like that, I always pick me, because I ain't got time for it. I'm not going to pick this person or that person, because y'all tripping. I'm going to need for y'all to get all y'all stuff together, and in the meantime, I'm just going to be chilling, because I, I'm not a middle person. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, I, am I a middle person? Not really. I just try to what I do do, <laughs> but not for real. <laughs> we lame. But what I do is like I try to get everybody to see the other person's view. So like I'll go to them saying, "Well, this how they feel." Not telling me what they said, but just like, "Well, maybe they feel like this." And go to the other person, maybe they feel like that. Mm-hmm. But even that can kind of still be tricky because sometimes you might say something, and then the person like, "Oh, you picking this side?" And, and you know, a person they gonna genuinely feel how they feel. That yeah, that's a good. At the that's end good. of the day, you that's could be good. doing everything right, but they still gonna feel how they feel. For sure. So I got a few examples of being in the middle. So, say for instance, you have a friend or friends that are in in a relationship. So you kind of like your homeboy and homegirl in a relationship, and then they oh both God. come to you. <laughs> and I've been in this situation too. And I have too. And they both come to you like, and then I feel like this, and she like, I feel like this. I'm just like. And then I'm playing separating the background. <laughs> That's what y'all I, need to do. I'm more so like, look, just get it together. I'm sick of y'all. Just get it together. I've been in that situation so many times. It's ridiculous. I try to stay out of it. I try to speak positivity. You know, give each other a chance. If it's not working out, then you know what to do. But They just throw that people, lasso over you. Yes, they throw that blanket <laughs> over you. And you just smother it. They scorpion. Get just over here. It. <laughs> and I'm like, how did I get into this? You sound like the Netflix and chill girl. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, one thing led to another, and it's in my mouth. And I'm like, how did we get it? My old girl from Players Club. I just came to talk. That is it. I came to talk, chill, and I'm going to bounce. I don't want to hear about your problems. (laughs) So another instance is parents. You might have parents that are divorced, or you might have parents that just be into it, and they get the children in it, or the child in it, and the child, you know, Mm -hmm. looking up like on them pamphlets when they're looking up with their eyes bugged out like, "Ah." (laughs) Just say it. Right. Just. (laughs) Another one is in other family, and that could be your mom into it with your auntie or your Daddy into it with his auntie, your auntie, or your grandma. Any, you know, they, they fighting. Basically, they fighting. Friends, you got friends into it. I think I've been in a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> Too many to count. Man, if I had enough fingers and toes, if only I had enough. <laughs> and then associates, and that one is kind of, I guess you could maybe say coworkers or just people you kind of know or the people I used to know. Mm-hmm. Your associates. <laughs> so basically, you stuck in the middle like now. Mm-hmm. Now, sidebar, I actually hate that show. What? Malcolm, Malcolm in the Middle. I really don't care for that show either. Yeah, it was just it's like... It's just dry. It was dry. It's dry. The mama dry, the daddy dry, all the kids dry. They live in this dry house. It was just dry. <laughs> it was terrible. I just wanted to put some water on the TV because it was dry. Or some Carmex. Or some Carmex. <laughs> just throw some... Because uh, let me moisturize you. It's just dry. It was. I, I just... Like I can't. But being in the middle... Leads to drama and stress. And this is kind of what I talked about the other week. According to Belief.net, 
Drama has the power to influence your emotional and physical nature. Don't allow people to constantly bring forth their drama to your life or perhaps you find yourself constantly reaching for a reason to be angry. Don't do it. Mm -mm. Stress goes hand in hand with drama. And that's good because you don't just have drama for no reason. Well, I'm living my best life. Well, yeah, <laughs> that too. But some examples of drama or things that happen when you are real stressed is you have a loss of appetite, problems with sleep, lung cancer. Look, y'all go from one, you go real simple, just <laughs> jump to extreme. You go and you could die. Like problems with sleep to lung cancer. Then it goes to <laughs> suicide, cirrhosis on the liver, and even panic attacks. Now, that sound like one of them commercials. It was a commercial I was watching some years ago, and it was like for like some stomach shit or something. I don't know, but it was like no, it wasn't even that. It was one that was going in about all the things it caused. Oh, it was <laughs> like I was over there counting on both hands. I said, "Well, damn, I might as well just deal with the shit." It fixed what problem? <laughs> you about to die? <laughs> and you got twelve more to come with it. So what was the point? <laughs> but the meme is a trick and I told you earlier and I'm revealing to you now how the meme is a trick mm -hmm. so I said anybody that is in the middle is too weak to make a decision you're too weak to make a decision because you didn't make the decision of saying this don't have nothing to do with me not yes. even entertaining it yes because not making a decision is still a decision for those that don't know which is why I said I choose myself yeah because if you don't want to choose sides always choose self yeah. I'm just yeah. saying we gotta quote that I said, <laughs> if you don't want to choose sides, Zara, always choose yourself, okay? I'm just saying. Now, I'm not saying that you have to pick between both people. However, you can be clear on choosing what you're willing to do. So, again, like I said, not making a choice is a choice. That is why it's imperative that you must pick. Now, based on andymort.com, when you have a clear sense of what you will and will not do, then it's easier to define your role. It is important to be clear with yourself, too, that you are not attempting to fix the situation. I'm going to read that again. That you are not attempting to fix the situation. If this is your choice and your objective, then you will probably end up making things worse and you will end up as a go-between attempting to make bargains and compromise. So, again, you being the pitch. Mm-hmm. If you're on the middle of two sides, then you will find yourself talking to both. It is important to be transparent about this and to be openly declare that you are not taking sides. Be honest and say that you would love to see them find a satisfactory resolution. That's good. That sounds like something they say in yeah, like the law room. The I law room. To... The court. Mm. That sounds like something they would say like when you get divorced and like, say irreconcilable differences. I'm going to have to use that. Yeah. Got to use it right though. We can't be out here talking <laughs> like T.I. Anyway, you find a satisfactory resolution, whatever that might look like over time. But be clear that you will not act as a sponge for verbal abuse about, about the other person. Be open about what you don't want to hear and don't stir the pot. So, don't be messy. So, again, I know y'all like being messy. Don't be messy. But seriously, like, you cannot sit there... I like that when it said don't be a sponge because the sponge, you know, just take it all Just in. soak everything in, right. I feel like you could be a sponge to an extent as far as... No, I don't. No, I take that back because I feel like you take it in and just kind of just let it go in one end out the other. But see, don't let it sit. Don't ponder over because you have to really remember it don't have nothing to do with you and then you're going to get the blame, especially if you meet. Because mm -hmm. I'm going to get the... It don't matter what could happen. They'll say, you did this. And I'm like, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, so let me ask you. I feel like for me, it could go both ways too, because just as well as they coming to you with the information, for the people that always want to put people in the middle, if you don't want to know the answer to something, don't ask. Don't yeah. ask. Don't stir up the pot. Don't ask. If you asking them, 
take all the information and turn it into what you want to turn it into. But don't just automatically put them in the middle because you did ask them. Everybody ain't going to lie, boo. Everybody ain't going to lie. <laughs> then it goes into saying that it is important to establish boundaries within that you will allow to be said. You don't have to cut off the freedom of people to express their pain. And let me make that clear, too. If people want to vent to you, let them vent. Because they, they clearly feel some type of way about something. They feel like they can talk to you. But then at the same time, you need to equally be careful to regulate and direct conversation in a positive way. Tell them you don't want to hear any gossip that is going to make you behave differently towards the other person unless they're taking steps to actually bring to the light. And let me add another side note. You know how when people fall out with people mm-hmm. and then there's a person in the middle of it like, well, you know, they said this about you that one day. Right. Don't be that person. No, don't do that. Don't be a negative Nancy, okay? And don't be just... That's, I, and I've seen so many people do that. Mm-hmm. You've been doing, well, they talk shit about you, remember? I'd be like, oh. <laughs> oh, really? So now you feel you just want you to be on their side. So now you Wendy Williams. You just want to report everything. Huh? <laughs> right. Now you're a news reporter. Oh, okay. When we ask you to say anything else, you just sit there. Right. And take a shot. <laughs> and take a shot. See, we ain't going to start. <laughs> we ain't going to start. But seriously, always look for a positive outcome or a promised action at the end of each statement. For example, if someone is complaining to you about someone at work, by all means, validate them. Say, I can see that frustrates you or I see where you're coming from. But then take it further and ask how would they like to see things change in order to make it the desired outcome. Mm-hmm. That's deep. That is deep. That's like it's called it, growth. That is called growth because you could easily just be like, oh, you know, we just talked about this. You could be like, oh, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> for real. Man, y'all crazy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they actually be like, dang, I see that frustrates you. But like, what do you want to see happen differently? Or what, what would make it better? What did you learn from the situation? What did you learn from the situation? What would make it better for you? That's the kind of questions you need to ask. So then they might say, well, you know, it would have been better if this, this. And then, you know, mm-hmm. you might be like, okay. Maybe. Maybe. Now, if you're a stubborn out, I am. I'm still going to do what I want to do, but I appreciate the intake. I, <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs> now, I can say this. I'm calling myself out because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I have repeated stuff sometimes and then made stuff awkward <laughs> trying to fix it, trying to help out. You know, <laughs> I done repeated some stuff. And <laughs> you, then, <laughs> you're like, oh, dang, what did I do? <laughs> All right, they be like, let me tell you about yourself. I done got essays of people telling me stuff I done did with indents, work cited pages, everything going off. Like, you did this. And I'm Spell like, spell check it all. Right. And I was like, well, you know, I don't want to hear it. That's what killed me. People will send you an essay and then you try to, I don't want to hear it. I'm like, wow. Like, you coming to me with the BS. <laughs> I'm chilling. I ain't trying to be mad for real. As I am. People love to create a victim narrative for themselves. Everyone else is wrong. We are so hard done by. No one understands us. I can think of a few people. Mm-hmm. When you are with someone who is projecting this, then speak up. Tell them their current mindset is not healthy and that they are actually per- perpetuating the pain for themselves, which is not good for them nor anyone else, nor the potential for resolving a conflict. When talking about problems, do so as a detective trying to uncover solutions. Now, look, I talked about lurking before and I talked about stalking. Mm-hmm. Y'all can use these skills to go find out shit that don't have nothing to do with you. Nothing. <laughs> but when it comes to actually helping them get to over their root of the problem or helping them see things differently, y'all just give up. I'm talking to be FBI agents. FBI agents over who talking to who. Who talking to who. Who, who smashing who. who. Like, and most of y'all probably can't count. <laughs> you can figure all this out. 
Can't but count. you can't put one plus two. You know, like, or somebody come tell you about a problem and they they mindset is negative and it's just one way of something. Like, well, I feel like this. And you try to tell them it's like, nah. Mm-hmm. You be like, forget it, forget it, forget it. But let you be find out you blocked. You gonna go make a whole new page. You gonna figure something out. You gonna, you gonna put them shades on. <laughs> Sitting <laughs> your. Mm-hmm. But they have to be susceptible to listen too. Yeah. At the same time, like you do. If you wanna hear the truth, actually hear it. And that's the thing, and that's another part I can add. I can say if you try and tell them that you know you listen to them, and if they just not listen, tell them flat out say, "Hey, I don't want to hear this no more." If you're not gonna listen to what I have to mm-hmm. say, don't even tell me. Exactly. And then they'll change up. Either they'll start talking to you, or they'll actually try to be more receptive. Mm-hmm. Now, again, don't do it from your own perspective. Be optimistic, but through the other person's eyes. What is the next solvable point? Get concrete examples of the problem. If the response is there's no point or we just don't get along, ask, for example, where they don't get get along at. Then you have something to work with. You want to help both sides feel in control of their own thinking about the conflict. Help them uncover what is important and how they might be able to communicate and resolve or accept it with grace, the differences between them. So there are a few examples of being in the middle. But before I get on that, let me say this. I feel like when it comes to helping people see both sides, and I said this earlier, this is what I try to do. And even I even do it with myself, y'all. Like, I really be in there like, y'all remember that T.I. vs. T.I.P. album? Yes. When he was doing push-ups and, and in each other's face like that. Yes. That's how I be feeling. Like, I be like trying to tell myself, like, I be getting mad about stuff. And I'm like, okay, look at it from there. What they mad about? What they doing? You know what I'm saying? I got to go see. I got to go maybe. Even if I got to go take time away, go pray, meditate for a second and yeah. just be like, okay. Collect your thoughts. Collect my thoughts. Is it that serious? Do I need to address it? You know, and then you come out of the, you know. Mm-hmm. Out of your your prayer meditation, you feel like a totally different person. Once again, it's called growth. That that is true. Tis is true. What they say, Sesame Street. The word of the day is growth. Was that on Sesame Street? <laughs> I think it was. Or was it Blues Clues? No, I wasn't Blues Clues. He was too busy drawing. Couches. He was he was too busy running around. And it was Sesame Street. Okay, yeah. Okay. Now, according to GoodTherapy.com, some triad tri. Uh, man, I can't pronounce none of that. I feel like a key in the B. Hey, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> but no. Some try you let <laughs> look. It's normal it and even healthy in the course of family interactions because dyads are inherently unstable. The involvement of a third party can actually assist two-person relationship in overcoming differences, meeting needs, and coping with, through stressful times. For instance, so we got two kids right who are arguing over a toy. They might seek out a parent to help them resolve the conflict. This type of event occurs when both people are in the same situation looking for a healthy and effective mediation. So when one person gives input, the other person accepts the input and processes it in a way, and then they can go on and forward with the relationship. This then occurs in the context of two parents or other family caregivers. So this can become unhealthy in families when it causes undue stress or the third party and when or prevents rather invites resolution of the conflict. Mm. So long story short, because that was a lie, and this again comes from goodtherapy.com. If you are in a situation where you are the middle man, no, nah, no, nah, remember the middle, 50 middle, 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 middle <laughs> man. But no, nah, for real, when you're in the middle and say you you trying to tell the people this is what should be best for this situation, it's like okay, instead of the toy, I think y'all should mm-hmm. get a new toy. Or I feel like you're going to get the toy for five minutes, then this other child can get the toy for five minutes. Or just give me the toys and I'll play with them. That's, the, you, that's what you would say no, as a parent? Like, no. <laughs> I <laughs> probably like, would. Well, Let me get the toys. Since y'all can't figure it out. we can't go argue about toys no more. 
we can't do that. Well, we can, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, I want y'all to leave off with a few notes from the day. Drama is inevitable. You gonna go through some type of drama. That's just unfortunately just how it is. You're gonna go through some type of drama. We all gonna go through some type of storm. Mm-hmm. It ain't easy. You'll have to be in the middle at some point, even if you have conflicts with yourself. Again, I said it earlier. Look at Ti. Ti mm-hmm. versus Tip. He got conflicts. Who else had their alter ego? And they was having conflicts with Kanye themselves. West. <laughs> Kanye West. <laughs> Donald Trump. Well, I don't think he got conflicts with himself. I think that's just him. He just nuts. <laughs> yeah, he's just a nut. Yeah. So after all that being said, anything you want to end off with? I just want to leave y'all with a little quote, and this was uh, this really stuck out to me in my life. You have to seek to understand first, then to be understood. Okay. Big you gotta up listen. to you. You gotta listen. You, you have to listen. listen. You gotta listen. So that's good. So I want to thank you, Brittany, for flying out to Brittany Saint from the Lou for no, flying out to Houston. My bad. You know to record. You know PSA sponsor. Make sure you get on your Instagram caption and say mm-hmm. sponsored by PSA. I'm gonna get on my helicopter. Okay, yeah, and then you about to you about to it's about to pull up in a minute, ain't it? That's it. I got to go. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> so thank y'all again for tuning in. Oh no, I almost forgot the question and challenge. Y'all thought I wasn't gonna leave y'all with no homework. Psych. I'm that teacher. So <laughs> the question challenge for this week is: the next time you find yourself in the middle, it's real simple. Choose not to be in it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. So, all right, y'all, again, thank you, Miss Brittany West, for pulling up. You're welcome. All right, PSA signing out. Always remember, keep your head up like your neck hurt. Remember who you are. Make your mind up. Don't let it make you. (laughs) (laughs) With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.